Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kia ora, good evening and welcome to the Hari Hui, our second episode for the week. And we finally um, managed to get Silverstream First 15 on the show. Um, they've been a bit afraid of the Hari Hui curse that's been going around. Um, this season, first 15 rugby, if you come on, you end up losing. So, um, But uh, tonight we've finally got uh, two of uh, the F13s and the first 15 on, Captain Toby Mellon and Connor Velas. Many thanks for coming on, the uh, Hui men. Um, your reflections on the Hurricanes final that was on two weeks ago, you came ever so close, ended up being a 17-all draw. Uh, what could you have done differently in that final, starting with Toby? Uh, yeah, um, it's disappointing to get the draw in the end. Um, yeah, we, we came into that game with big belief and then obviously the final result kind of left like a kind of an empty feeling, but that's how it works. And um, yeah, uh, I think as a whole, maybe the, the start of the game, we didn't execute as well as we probably like to. Our set piece was kind of sloppy and yeah, just all-round play was kind of not really going anywhere. And also the driving mall defence was – we trained that all week and then obviously we just couldn't match their power up there. But they did well. Yeah. And, of course, Connor, the forwards made a late charge in that uh, second half when it looked like you, uh, the team was down and out in the final, but they came back pretty quickly. Yeah. No, it was definitely interesting in that second half. It was – it was, it was quite a tough battle, especially mentally. That was it was probably the toughest game like we've ever had, and in my entire probably season in life, it, it was probably the toughest game I'll ever come to face. And of course, uh, Toby, uh, just today actually, uh, you and alongside two other first fifteen members made the Hurricanes under eighteen uh, squad. So congratulations uh, for that. What does that involve for the rest of the year? Uh, yeah, cheers, Brad. Um, I think I'm pretty sure we go to, we have like a four-day camp in beginning of October, ending with, I think, there's two teams that are named and I think they play against two Fiji schools or Fiji under-18 teams on the Tuesday of the first week of holidays. So, yeah. And Connor, yourself, have you got, what's in your uh, post-season? Have you got any uh, rep games yourself? I'm uh, I'm currently training with the under 18 Centurions at the moment, so I'm just looking at you know pursuing that, keep going to games to that. But otherwise, no big ups to Toby, Sinio, uh, and you know Lennox getting in that uh, under 18s uh, training squad. Was it's big efforts, big big well done to the, uh, those boys. Of course, Connor, this was uh, pretty much your first year in the first 15, um, and you became a pretty reliable starter being pretty much all over the full pack. Explain your development this season. This season. It, uh, it's, it started off a bit rocky, especially coming into the season, coming into uh, there's already been a lot of boys that have already played in the first 15. So it's just trying to find where I fit in, in that puzzle, especially coming into set pace, like uh, lineouts. This is probably my really first 
big year of jumping and getting into that. So I, I found it quite difficult at the start of the season to really keep going. But with the boys' support, I, I pursued, became a better player, I'd, I'd thought. And uh, with what we've accomplished, I believe I had. And it's all, all big ups to the boys and what we've accomplished this season. So it's, it's all been thanks to them that I've been able to pursue and go that far. So, And Toby, yourself, uh, um, really cemented uh, the number two jersey this season in particular uh, you had to battle your way to get the, the starting hooker position last season but you've made it your own this season yeah it's it's good to have a few other good boys in the squad to really push push everyone's abilities and make sure everyone's fighting for spots and yeah this season I was probably lucky enough to obviously pick up that captain role which made it a bit easier but um, yeah it was good to get consistent game time and of course, um, what was your reaction to be named captain and uh, what were the expectations that come with what is pretty much a unique and special role at the college? Yeah, obviously, um, when I was named captain, I was really stoked. thought it was a great honour and I was, at the start, I was probably a little bit nervous and kind of worried about how things would go. But, you know, there's a lot of, lot of good leaders in the squad. I'm kind of just one with the title, but we all worked as a team, you know, Emmanuel Solomon, senior. All these other guys had been the team for a while. You know, they really helped me out. And, you know, we all just worked together as a team. And obviously it worked out. Then. And of course, this season, um, a new coaching setup. Uh, Tim Mannix moving to being director of rugby at Silverstream. And Mitchell Forbes and John Herbert stepped up to the plate. Uh, what have they brought to the uh, First 15 program this season? Uh, yeah, with, with Tim stepping down and moving into his new role, there's... There's a spot open up and um, yeah, Mitch obviously stepped in there as he was assistant last year. But yeah, I think Mitch is just, he brought in a really good like team culture. He's re- really approachable and yeah, easy to talk to. So like, you know, if we've got any issues or anything we want to put by him, he's always open ears. And obviously with John Herbert up front, you know, set pieces is, is a specialty. And obviously this year we've had quite a dominant scrum in our lineup was Functioned pretty well, so that was a key area of our game, thanks to John. And yeah, yeah, and of course, you mentioned about the scrum, which has been a, you know your strength this season. Um, and what else was key to the scrum being successful besides uh John Herbert's wisdom around there? Yeah, it was kind of we had we had a strong scrum last year, but we were kind of maybe in times we weren't pushing as a team and we were kind of on our own a little bit, so. This year, with the help of um, Pet Cowan, he's come in to help us out a bit. We've kind of got into this. We've just kind of built this really good formula of just pushing as an eight and just working as a unit instead of just individuals. And of course, Connor yourself, you've played all over the place at the um, in the scrum department. Uh, tell yeah, us about yeah. how you found it. Oh, I've, our scrums are just a deadly weapon this season. It's it's been a true pleasure working with John Herbert uh, and working with the boys and creating such a dominant scrum. I've, um, I've bounced around a few positions from, you know, six to seven, to the locks to the eight. You know, I've, I've been all around the place, but, uh, but hooker and prop, thank, thank the Lord. Yeah. Um, but I found that our scrums this season have just been brutal. It's been fantastic, you know, going into that set piece, going to those scrums and it's just, it's a weapon. Both of you, I want to ask you this question. Um, for probably about half the season, the scrum was so dominant that uh, 
a member of the Welland College traditional, the front row was actually going up in the air and nearly uh, went to the moon. But after that, there was a bit of a clampdown on your scrum. Um, are you a bit of a fit? What's your thoughts on this metre and a half push? And should it be that in the top grades of first 15 rugby, it should be removed? What's your thoughts? Uh, yeah, we um, we always had a dominant display against Dub C. And then I think, I'm not sure on the details, but I think um, the referees, like the Wellington referees got in touch and kind of just told us to fix maybe just some of our sloppy, sloppier stuff and really just stick to that one and a half metre push rule. Um, it kind of brought like a, I say, but it just kind of made us focus more. Like with that metre and a half push, we kind of had to scrum a bit smarter instead of just folk relying on the brute strength. But um, yeah, the, the rule is kind of, it's, it's, I understand why it's there. It's for safety and stuff, but I guess, you know, rugby is a contest and when you're limiting that, it's kind of defeats the purpose, I guess, but I understand why it's there. Of course, uh, this season, Tim Mannix is the director of rugby. Um, and, well, he's only been in the job roughly about uh, nine months, but the fruits of that change has really come into uh, fruition. Um, you know, the rugby program's won a number of titles this season, not just the first 15. Uh, either one. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I'll leave that question to Toby. I think you'll be more suited <laughs> towards that. Yeah, um, this season, yeah, with Tim stepping in, there's been like a a real culture change. You know, everyone's training together and everyone's really working together as like more like a rugby program instead of just rugby teams. Like the seconds are training with the first, the 15s are training with the seconds as well. And obviously it worked out the 15s, seconds and first all one. And yeah, he's kind of just, you yeah, know, Tim's really just, you know, pushed, pushed simple rugby and it's kind of worked out. Of course, the first the season started uh, pre-season, ironically against Fielding High School, uh, and then you played them in the Canes semi-final. Um, what has changed since that first game until that semi-final? What were the big turnarounds for the first fifteen program? We'll start with Connor on that one. Oh yeah. So the the big changes just throughout the season. We at the start of the season, you know, we. Going up against Fielding, we'd swapped on basically an entire another team because we were still going through that um, developing stage and all that. And over the time after the first 15 was selected, the boys just got better and better and better with each game. And we just developed more as a team. And it just it, it obviously showed with how far we've gone through in the season, how well we've done. And against Fielding, that second time, we I'd like to say we really brought it. I believe we did quite well against them you know there, there were a few mistakes we could have fixed up but and we did extremely well getting to that far so I'm you know, proud of the boys and of course there's one part of the world where it's pretty hard to win in traditional rugby and that's Palmerston North Boys High School and Toby that was one of the probably the games of the season where you actually won at Palmerston North which can be a very tricky place to play tell us about that game yeah it was a it was early on in the season. As a, I think we were coming off. We came off like a really solid win the week before against Gisborne, so we had the confidence. And yeah, obviously playing up there in the mud, it's quite a daunting, daunting experience. But obviously we got there. I think our defence won us that game. We were just really relentless, got in their faces and made our tackles. And then obviously 
end of the day, we were up on the scoreboard, which is good. Scott's College, uh, just before the most recent school holidays, and the team was pretty light on Kettle. Um, got off to a good start and then held on, and that's the first 15 haven't won out there for a few years. Um, both of you tell us about that game against Scott's because it came right down to the wire. Yeah, um, we had a few few boys out that game. I think Tavis, one of our main locks, was concussed. Lennox was with the New Zealand baseball team, I think, and Connor Tuifa was with the New Zealand volleyball team. So, yeah, we were pretty low on some some key players, but we had it seconds boys come in. They stood up at the end there. But, yeah, it was yeah, it's a daunting place to go as well out there. Scott's, it's, it's always windy and really dark and gloomy, but yeah, we held on. They they played really well. We, I thought in the second half they came back. That, that line-out drive try they got there and then they were probably unlucky not to get another try. But, yeah, just proud of the boys to hold on and defend really well in that, that last five minutes, I think, to get the turnover. Uh, Connor, the town traditional. Um, <sighs> definitely probably uh, the first of team will probably call it the worst game of the season, probably being honest. Um, what, what did the team learn from that match? Because it was played on a pretty horrible day, uh, but town really muscled up that day. You know, you can definitely say that again. That that day was a bit a bit off, wasn't it? But no, that that was a tough game. I think personally, I don't think the, we were there mentally. We we rocked up, and it was it was quite quiet among the boys. Our uh, our warm up was quite quiet as well, and going onto that field. You know, no one, no one was had the mojo. No one, no one was like you know there to win. And when we went into the game, they were just their mindset was there. They had the uh, the de- determination to just push through and crack on. We were a little bit slow behind that. We we learned from there on that you know if we want to continue going through, we need to get that mindset of you know we have to win. And that that was something we were um we were bestowed upon, I guess. And it's what we. So learn from that game to really just get that mindset and get ready to crack on for the next one. And of course, uh, three or four weeks later, yeah, to play them again in the final. And Connor, tell us about that build-up to the final. What was the keys during the week that got the team switched on? What what switched us on? It had to, it had to be the team. Everyone, everyone knew how big of a game that was and how much it meant to a lot of the Year Thirteen boys leaving. Because we've we've got a few of them, I believe we've got uh, it's either twelve or thirteen of us boys leaving, and you know leaving with a good note on a good note, you know winning is is what we needed. And so it was through our trainings, we pursued and you know we just we switched on. We knew what had to be done. We knew the work that we had to put in, and obviously we did it. We we did what needed to be done. We did the work, and we came home uh, victorious. Big big ups to um to town. They they played amazing. They they did. It was a tough game. Weather, weather was also a bit iffy, but no, it was a it was a strong game. Well done, well done to the boys for that one. And of course, Toby, the final played as Connor mentioned in what was pretty heavy rain. It was wet. It was the third game of the day on Jerry Collins, number one after the Pride and the Lions. Um, was this the complete team performance in your opinion? Yeah, I thought it was. Um, you know, it was. Had um, memories of the first game with that weather. I thought it was going to be similar sort of rugby play. And yeah, I thought in the first half we we weathered the storm really well. I think that first 10 minutes, that 
first 15 minutes of just real, you know, in, intense rugby, we kind of weathered it a little bit. They got that try at the start of the game, but I think we came back with um, fast-paced rugby and got, um, was it, two tries in the first half and we're up by 15 points at half time. So I thought the start was really strong. And then obviously in the second half, we just really just, we wanted a strong finish and just to bring that intensity the whole the whole 70. And you know, I thought in the second half, we were just as strong and obviously at the end there, holding on to be victorious. How hard is it to back up after playing the Wellington final and then you've got to play fielding the next weekend? How hard is it to you know, bring yourself back down to preparing for another big game? Yeah, it was obviously really tough. I think obviously both physically and mentally because you, you know, you've reached the peak in Wellington, obviously, and you're celebrating and you're on a high and then come Monday, you've got to go back to work. And obviously the bodies were a bit sore and the start of the week was a bit, bit slow and probably a bit messy in our opinion. And obviously we had to pick that up by the weekend and, yeah, obviously the, the Saturday game, it was against Fielding. It was another really physical game, probably one of the most physical games I've ever played. And then yeah, we managed to get ourselves back up that mountain and survive another week. And of course, uh, due to the draw in the Hurricanes final, you missed out on being the first Silverstream team to make the top four. What were your thoughts on the top four tournament, both of you, from last weekend? Uh, yeah, the top four, it's obviously... It's the big goal everyone has in mind at the start of the season. And obviously, we once we had made it past the semi, we obviously were gunning for it. And obviously, we missed out just. But, yeah, I thought it was a lot of good rugby, entertaining. I thought Napier were very strong. I thought they, in my opinion, I thought they were the deserved winners on the day. But obviously, that last-minute try obviously put them, put them in second. But I think, yeah, the all-round rugby was quite good and it was good to see. Wes Lake and John McGlashan there for the first time, I believe. And mm. yeah, so it was, I thought it was pretty impressive. Yeah. Of course, uh, both of you are year 13, and um, really, there's only about four and a half weeks of actual teaching and classes left for both of you. What are your plans for both of you for 2023? Let's start with Connor. I'm uh, I'm still actually I've just been given another option recently, so I'm still deciding between a, a few clubs at the moment. I'm just looking at my opportunities and where I can go and what offers offers the best sort of um, environment for me to continue to learn and practice practice rugby. And I'm I'm still just juggling on which one I want to go to, to be honest. So. And Toby, what's your plans for uh, next year? Uh, yeah, next year I'm looking to go to university, study a commerce degree. So I'm either looking at going to Otago or staying here in Wellington. So just kind of going through applications and stuff just to weigh out my options. But yeah, looking forward to it. Seems to be a trend with uh, commerce degrees, uh, Silverstream boys. Uh, I went down the BA path, which was called the Bachelor of Attendance. But anyway... Um, of course, um, Sevens Rugby is just around the corner. Will we see both of you playing Sevens Rugby on Labor Day? No. I think you've all had a pretty busy season enough as it is. Um, let's start off, uh, finish up with these lot of questions. Uh, what was your favourite game of the year? Start with Toby on this one. Yeah, definitely probably the, the Premier Final. 
Premier One final recently. And Connor. Had to be the Dub C game. I love the atmosphere. The boys that brought the uh, the special equipment, the chainsaw and the weed whacker. That the weed whacker was a bit bit off, but you know the chainsaw that was that was definitely a great environment to be around with the boys supporting uh, supporting us and it, just the atmosphere of that game going into it was it, it was insane and it's something that I'll hold dear to my my entire rugby season because it was probably the best game I thought of my season. Of course, there's two big games. Of course, one of them's coming up uh, not so far away, but Wellington and Hawke's Bay this weekend. It's a Renfrew Shield match, the 100th match between these two. Um, do you think the Lions can do it? Because two years ago, I went up there and ran, ran over a magpie and we ended up getting 40 points put on us. Yeah, I think they can do it. <laughs> Hopefully, Peter has a storm. Of course, Peter Larkai, first 15, yeah. two years ago, he was on the hui a few weeks ago. He's actually having a storming season, and uh, he's a product of uh, what Tim Mannix has uh, set up here at the college. Yeah. He's yeah. a great guy, Peter. Managed to play a few few games with him in year 11, but, yeah, he's awesome. I hope he goes well. And, of course, the thoughts on tonight. It's Bledisloe Cup 1 at Marvel Stab in Melbourne. Um, who takes the W tonight? The All Blacks going to get up tonight, I think. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's always a tough one. Melbourne's always been a tricky place for the All Blacks. And, uh, of course, pretty much that's the season, but it's been a joy covering the first 15th this season in the Premiership, the highs and the lows, but it's been one of the best Silverstream first 15 seasons for a number of years. And Toby and Connor, many thanks for coming on the Huddy Hui tonight. Well done on a fantastic season, and hopefully we'll see you around the traps in 2023. Yep, will do. Thanks, Brad. Thanks for having us on. No Thanks, worries. Brad, thank you. Thanks for recording our games and, uh, you know. Yeah. No worries. Nice. Good man. Oh, good. Thank you, man. And so, Silverstream first 15 season, an absolute thrilling time, and winning the final after having to draw the final with Scots last year, they took it away. Uh, this season and capped off another great year for the college. And so that's the Huddy Hui for tonight. We're going to do one more Hui for the year. Um, it's going to be our summary of episode. And then we're going to take a break for the summer. Because we've already done about 29, 30 episodes so far. So we've got one more next week. We'll find out who our guest is later on. So have a look on our Facebook, Instagram, etc. You'll find out who that is at the start of next week. So that's the Huddy Hui. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.